Hey, welcome back to Be Present Podcast. This is your host, Rashad Smith. It's been a minute since we've had an episode specifically pertaining to the age groups of 0 to 36. And as many of you know, or those of you who've been following me, one of the primary goals for this entire podcast is to reach those who were born from 1984 to 2025. But again, everyone is welcomed and encouraged to listen as much of what's released in this entire podcast is for the entire body, all generations, all age groups. So let me exhort you. My sister and her generation and the one before her grew up with dominant cartoons like He-Man, She-Ra, and Thundercats. But the mid-80s to 90s babies grew up with cartoons that were comics first in the 50s and 60s like X-Men, The Avengers, and the likes. The latter cartoons were not only more modern, yet painted a picture closer to reality than Generation X's reality of the supernatural. Along with comic books and television shows and cartoons centered around comics were the onslaught of video games that provided virtual, quote-unquote, fun, if you will, for comic junkies, kids, and nerds, so to speak. Video games journeyed players through storylines and levels of competition, all which were predicated upon warfare with supernatural abilities or a heightened sense of human ability that was well above average. Now, you'll need to hold on to that because we'll revisit it. Each generation has always had remnants of the priors while incorporating its own spin for its time, ultimately supplanting and surpassing the times prior. Just look at the 60s compared to the 50s, the 70s compared to the 60s, the 80s compared to the 70s, the 90s compared to the 80s, and the 2000s compared to the 90s. All were earmarked by its own uniqueness. It's the same with ages 0 to 36 or those born from 1984 to 2025, the millennials, Gen Zers, and Alpha Generation. And it's supposed to be that way. When we take a look at Joshua, the son of Nun, who carried on the mandate God provided to Moses on Mount Sinai, we do not see Moses present, neither Aaron and Miriam, nor any of those the ages of the aforementioned. Not only was it not meant for them to see the promised land due to iniquity, but it was also God's mercy and constancy of of the next generation shall go forth and herald a new sound of his victory in his name. Indeed, Israel fought many nations and battles under Moses's leadership, but they were not as formidable and unified a people of war as they had been under Joshua's regime. Only Joshua and Caleb advanced into the next phase of Israel's story who were a part of the quote-unquote old regime. Everyone else passed away either honorably or dishonorably prior to seeing the land flowing with milk and honey. Israel, under Moses' leadership, knew slavery and tyranny and then salvation abundance, providence, favor and war, defeat, closeness of God's presence, manifestations, and ultimately for many, their doom due to complacency, complaining, disobedience, disrespect, and rebellion. 
Israel under Joshua's regime knew steadfastness and obedience to God and also how to war to get their inheritance. The complaining and murmuring, complacency, disobedience, disrespect, and rebellion were left in the prior generation and in the past. These hungry, lovesick men and women pushed through until they received their promise, which was fueled by one thing. It's all they knew. That was it. Remember, this was a brand new group of Israelites raised up in the wilderness or wild times. Therefore, all they understood was how to survive on the breath that came from the mouth of Yah. Does that sound familiar with anything in today's times? Now, we might observe Moses' generation as utter failures. And while many did fail to reach their destinies, we have to also see God's strategically designed plan made manifest in the earth to birth, nurture, and mature, and then recruit wilderness babies into men who would fight. Now, you can refer to Numbers chapter 26, specifically chapter 26, verses 51 through 65. Could God have used an obedient Israel who traveled through the wilderness of Sinai? Yes, but their choice made that improbable. God's omnipotence and goodness to the generations caused the Israelites who traveled in the plains of Moab by the Jordan to be the ones bred and ripe in obedience for claiming inheritance to receive their promise their inheritance. Notice, though, the setup. If those in Moses' time, those he led, did not have the babies who traversed the plains of Moab, there wouldn't have been any to enter into the promised land. This is why we can never forsake the proper alignment of all generations, especially the now and current generations, can never forget what those prior did as ceilings for them to not only stand on, but run with speed and endurance to build the next layer of ceiling. Nevertheless, do you see the flow of things? How God erects new things per seasons, per eras, and per generations to typify those born and bred for his glory to be revealed and his plans in that season, era, and generation. If you were born between 1985 and will be born from now to 2025, you have been or will be force-filled with two dominant things. One, the supernatural, and two, technology. We can see how both the supernatural and technology have increased and advanced from the 80s decade to the 90s decade to the 2000s decade, where we enjoyed iPods instead of portable CD players, from the 90s time of the boombox and then cassette players to the 2010s iPods are obsolete and music is streamed on the airwaves. Do you see this? Now, all of this is in the natural or earthly, yet the earth is a type of reality of what already is in heaven. If what we have experienced, been bred for, and have been a part of in the natural typifies the spirit, then the spirit of what already is in heaven for those zero to mid-30s in age, this means we will more than likely 
witness the greatest outpouring of the supernatural and advanced technology on a mass level, unlike times prior, even in history itself, more advanced than ancient Egypt and the time during Nimrod. Well, you don't need my explanation or for me to prove this. You just need to look at the second half of Daniel's book. Something that is indigenous and inherent within us is Daniel 11.33. They will do exploits in his name. We are that generation, millennials, Gen Zers, and Alpha generation, who will do the stuff of predecessors' dreams and also predecessors' prayers in earth. Now, for many of you listening, I simply added proper grammar and vocabulary, a.k.a. words, to vocalize what you've already intuitively known. You might not recognize you've always known this, some of you anyway, but you have always known this because it was placed in your DNA and genetic engineering by Father to know and reveal this. For you, this may or may not be confirmation or affirmation. For you, this may be shocking that Creator God actually placed supernatural power inside of mankind like in the movies. For others, you might not ever buy into this truth that inside of you is inside of you because your mind, that is your soul, is ruling your spirit man. Therefore, you cannot conceive how could this be like Nicodemus said of Yeshua. My advice to all in either camp is simple and the same. Your torch, my torch, our torches are not the same as our predecessors. And with each new generation, there is an expected and required level of increase and engagement into what God has placed and taxed within the generation to attain, inherit, implement and manifest. Ours is the execution of the supernatural. Yet, I caution you all, just I have in months and years past, the supernatural from the sons of God in our generation cannot be without love in the igniting of Holy Spirit. It is those two things that will separate us from the soothsayers, warlocks, wiccans, witches, demons, necromancers, strongmen, elitists, humanists, agnostics, wizards, sages, and the list contains much more of creepy things that scurry in the night not created by God Almighty. The cool thing about Joshua was not that he got to advance in leadership beyond Moses' direction of Israel, rather that Joshua obeyed God first. Then he never forsook what he learned from his tutor and mentor, Moses. Next, he never forgot the oaths, laws, and words of God to Israel and how they followed those according to the set time of Joshua and his army to set them up for success. And finally, Joshua led a revolutionary people into their destiny as one, as a community, not one who forsakes the alignment of the generations and covenant relationships. So yes, ages 0 to 36 or those born in 1984 to 2025, you can boast about God who is in you and who will allow you to accomplish these things because you were meant to. 
But remember, it is his power for his glory. One final piece of advice I want to give to this generation now, the now generation. Joshua was not caught up in either Moses's or anyone else's mandate or ministry. You be similar. While we should build upon the ceilings of past generations, the individual, the community, and the generation itself, all three have their own mandates. We cannot live in the shadow of someone else's anointing or ministry, instead living in the present of the dispensation of what God is requiring, releasing, and revealing for now. Do not become entangled in yesteryear's manna, rather honor what has been done by those prior to you and advance in what you have been commissioned to complete by God. Blessings. Yeah.